0: Moncrief on News Talk. When Arthur Griffith was lying on his deathbed, the artist Paul Henry made a charcoal drawing of him. But this piece of art has never been publicly shown because at the time it was made, the inscription that went along with it uh, presented a threat to the Free State. Cormac O'Hanrahan is director of Printwell Designs and each year publishes Cut and Paste, a magazine devoted to the life of Griffith. Cormac, good afternoon.
1: Uh, good afternoon, Sean. Uh,
0: so, uh, tell us about uh, about how the drawing came about, and then who came to own this drawing.
1: Um, you have to go back to the twelfth of August, um, nineteen twenty-two. Um, Arthur Griffith was uh, recuperating, if you like, in Saint Vincent's Hospital, which was on the corner of Leeson Street and Stephen's Green at the time, and um, it, the, the strains of Running the government at, the, at that time had uh, taken its toll on him. And um, uh, Oliver St. Gogati Gogarty was his friend and medic. And he told him, Look, you need to rest. And he was taken; his, um, he uh, was confined a bit to the hospital, but he was carrying on with his work at the same time. And uh, on the 12th of August, he, was, he woke up in, in the morning, he, he was descending the stairs, and he just, anyway, he looked at his shoes and decided to tie his laces, and he collapsed, and uh, some blood came to his mouth, and uh, things like that, and then he keeled over again, and he died. Mm. And he was 51 years of age, Um, and Gogarty was called um, to come around, and he says he he sauntered around rather than ran, but anyway, uh, (laughs) that was his style. Um, He arrived then, and realised that Arthur Griffith was dead. And um, th- th- we don't know exactly, but the next few minutes, he went round to um, Paul Henry's um, house, uh, which was just on Merrion Road, which is 200 yards away, and then um, called him if he'd come out and make some sketches um, of the late president as he, as he uh, lay in, in, in the bed. And then um, these sketches were made, and from those sketches, he produced a, a final work, which he exhibited um, in October. So, two months later, he, he had this on, on show at his exhibition. Now, he was, at the exhibition, it was seen by um, two of the signatories, or the British signatories to the treaty, um, Tom Jones and uh, Lionel Curtis. And um, they they were deeply moved by um, the portrayal. You know, and it is a wonderful uh, craftsmanship. It's uh, mm. a masterpiece in, in, its, in its own way. And um, they decided, well, um, we should buy this. And uh, they they asked the Irish government at the time, which is Cosgrave had taken, the WT Cosgrave had taken over. And um, they said, well, would um, Eamon Duggan, being the last surviving signatory to the tr- treaty, um, would he like to be associated with this um, purchase of this uh, drawing? And Cosgrave um, certainly said, no, um, in no uncertain terms, but we have nothing to do with that. But um, you can present it to us all the same. <laughs> so the, the picture duly arrived um, in late December And um, they were none too pleased with the inscription that you've just read out. Um, It said, presented to the government of the Irish Free State by the British signatories to the treaty. Um, And um, they said, well, we can't show this. And I think possibly the the National Gallery were were not too amused either um, because they were worried about vandalism or
0: even worse of um, of the gallery. So it was kind of, um, well, and, and, and sorry to interrupt you there, but Cormac, but th- does that mean that they they didn't like the way that potentially could have been interpreted, in, in yeah. that it might look like to some at least, because we're in a highly yeah. divided Ireland at the time that yeah. uh, the British bullied the Irish delegation into agreeing the Free State.
1: Yeah, this was this is the kind of narrative that um, Cosgrave etc. wanted to put over, was that it was a hard won, bitter fight, you know, and. All sorts of things were thrown at the negotiators, which wasn't quite, I think, the, the, the actual reality. And uh, But also, you've got to be borne in mind that these were the sec- undersecretaries. They, they were the people that did the work, you know, under, underneath Lloyd George and the others and Churchill, etc. These were the ones that did the, the actual running around, testing things out. Working things out, and, mm. and I think they were quite sympathetic towards the Irish cause, uh, up to a point.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Um, and I, I think they were very sympathetic to, towards Arthur Griffith too. I think the death was a shock to them, as it was. And to the they world. say,
0: yeah, they seem to respect him from the, the, the exactly. time they'd been in, in his company. So if, if obviously they, they couldn't display this picture, so what did they do with it? Well, they thought
1: we'll put it in somewhere. We can't you know give the, the can't be uh, show bad faith to the english and um, as such so they said we'll, we'll put it in on the, the, the door and um where can we put it in the door we put it in the um kyonkolia's office that's you know tucked away a bit nobody's going to see anything there so it's put it on the fireplace of, of all places um, and uh, in the back of the door so nobody could see it and it stayed there for decades hmm. Uh, and um, it certainly was there in, 15, in 1954, and Thomas McGreevy was the um, director of the National Gallery, and, and he in, in made a comment on that that it was in that position uh, above the fireplace. Um, so it was collecting, um, source I presume, carbon deposits and um, heat from the, the fireplace during the. the during the day, and then cold during the early mornings would have contracted the frame and things. So, you know, it was must have deteriorated in, 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 over those decades. Um, it seems to have then gone uh, to the National Gallery and um, to, to the OPW, sorry, the Office of Public Works. Um, they took uh, charge of it in the, probably in the late 90s, and um, and then it was just left out. Um, their, their warehouses in um, probably Rialto, I think.
0: Hmm. That's astonishing. Ooh. Well, I think probably, I think we're kind of over the Civil War at this point, uh, um, and that might be a controversial <laughs> suggestion, so uh, uh, you'd be of the view that it needs to go on public display somewhere now.
1: Yes. There were two other sketches that were done. Um, you know, the original sketches that I was telling you about, um, Mabel Young, which was, who was um, Paul Henry's... Um, uh, second wife, and uh, donated them to the National Gallery. So, um, those two first sketches—they um, are there. They're in the archives of the National Gallery. They're not exactly on public view. So, mm. so, so what I would—I'd I, like to see happen was that those two uh, uh, sketches, annotated sketches that Henry did, and the the main exhibited um, uh, charcoal drawing, and um, be, be exhibited somewhere like the. Um, uh, the Municipal Gallery or Lane Municipal Gallery and um, with the other historical pictures of the time you know I think it would, it would fit there perfectly and um, I, it has been restored um, I did see the picture in, in Dublin Castle where it's now and um, they have restored it and done a good job on that so it is fit to be displayed and it should be displayed it's a wonderful work um, yeah. I don't know why after all this time you know that
0: uh, you know. And an incredible uh, historical document, uh, as well Absolutely. as uh, a, a work yeah. of art. Cormac, thanks a million for speaking with us today. That was Cormac O'Hanrahan, there, director of Printwell Designs. You are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. Moncrief weekdays at two p.m. on News Talk.